Hello NRL fans, welcome back to the NRL Rewind Podcast. I'm your host Matt Namofsky and welcome back to our 2021 season preview series. We've finally done it, we're up to Team 16 in our preview. Team 1 from the 2020 season is the Penrith Panthers. When we saw the Panthers last, 18 wins, a draw, a loss and a first place finish. The big storyline heading into 2021 for the Panthers is how does this team, how does the grand final loss either start a downturn for this team or how do they bounce back and overcome it to come one game better this year? A lot of teams in the past, you know, get that close, have that failure, and it really does take a toll on that playing group. This is a young playing group. They've obviously played a lot of grade together. Um, It's just going to be very interesting to see how, you know, such a season, you know, not much adversity with injuries. They have one of the best injury runs we've seen in recent history. Obviously, nearly going undefeated for the whole season, bar one game. An incredible season. 300-point differential. Didn't lose at home. Like, these are the type of things that the Panthers did last year. And, you know, they came from outside the eighth year before to run up and, you know, storm away the minor premiership. You know, beat the Roosters in a final. You know, beat the Red Hot Rabbits in a final. And then obviously lose to the Storm. It can really... It can go, it can galvanize a team and they can, you know it can really hurt them and they can come back better than ever. But it could also you know really uh, put it put a sour turn on the on the on the trajectory of a team. So it's gonna be very interesting for me to see how how they do bounce back. You know how does the two Clearies Ivan and Nathan really steady this team along now to make another charge at it? Because again, it's not many times in a career you can make it to a to a grand final, you know, you look at a powerhouse of the comp like the Broncos, you know, won the comp in 06, and then, you know, 2015, they lose one, and then we haven't seen it, so even a powerhouse of the, you know, they, they won, the Panthers themselves won in 03, never made it back until last year and lost, so it doesn't come around very often, so I'm very interested to see how this team, who, as we'll talk about, the, the, the squad turnover, you know, this was a young team. Everyone thought, you know, oh, it's okay. They'll be there next year and they're going to do it again together. But nothing in this league is uh, is given. It's one of the leagues in the and why I think a lot of us do love the NRL is because it's from year to year, you know, a team from ninth can shoot up to first. A team from sixth can bottom out to second last. The, the cap and the way that the salary cap is structured, you know, you can't really keep a team of, great young players together you know some veterans need to move on so these are the type of things that the Panthers will now have to start dealing with that you know last season if they won all of a sudden you know you might stay for less or the allure of trying to go back to back but again it's going to be very interesting to see how this grand final loss plays on this team because it can go one or two ways it can go I don't think it's really a middle it can go really good and you can, you know, fire back to try and avenge that game that you lost. Or, you know, you could just go, that was our chance and, you know, that plays on your mind. A couple of injuries happened that you didn't have last year. You know, origin this year that we'll talk about. So, it's going to be very interesting to see how this team goes. What's new for 2021 for the Panthers? So, the gains, Matt Eisenhuth and Jennings. 
and the losses. James Tarmow, uh, Zane Tadavano, Aikens, Hetherington, and Josh Mansour. So just looking there, obviously, a couple of big losses. James Tarmow, the club captain, has gone to the Tigers. Josh Mansour moved on to the Rabbits. And a couple of young good players in Tedovano, Harry threw in the front row. Aikens was a great cover for Dylan Edwards when he was injured. So Matt Eisenhuth is a very underrated forward who I think is going to really thrive in this team when he does get his spot. Um, and then obviously Robert Jennings is very good cover for an edge when they will need that possibly during origin period as well. Okay, guys. So with the gains and the losses, let's look at my potential starting 17 for the Panthers. So I have got Dylan Edwards at fullback. On the wings, Charlie Staines and Brian To'o. In the centers, I've got Stephen Crichton and Tyrone May. In the halves, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary. In the front row, James Fisher-Harris and Moses Leota. At hooker, we've got Apisai Corusau. And in the back row, William Kikau, Leah Martin, Isaiah Yeo. And on the bench, we've got Matt Eisenhuth, Spencer Liu, Kirk Hapewell. And this is the first time when I look at these 17s where I'm really struggling to put someone on the bench for the Panthers. Now, to me, I had Dean Fari penciled into the Panthers lineup um, before the season started. So I thought Dean Fari would go back to playing that center spot. And, you know, he would do a good job there. A traditional centre, I think. We did see when Tyrone May um, was playing in centre. There, there was times where it just didn't really work. Um, and I thought, okay, Dean Farrell will come in and solidify that spot. But now he's obviously moved on to the Super League. So, I think Mitch Kenny, even though I think Coruscant can easily play 80, I think they will play uh, Mitch Kenny there just as a spell uh, for Apisai. So... That, that's where I've got there. So the squad, the rest of the squad battles in the back line besides that center spot, because, you know, that center spot could also go to Kirk Hapewell. Obviously played there in origin, did really well, but I think he's much more suited to playing on an edge, hitting holes on an edge in a, as a second rower. But one to five besides that spot, you know, Edward Staines, Crichton, To'o, one of the best young nucleuses in the comp. The fact that you can move on a player like Josh Mansell, a club captain, just bring in this gun rookie who's played one and a half games and scored six tries and just looks like he's going to be like to me the the comp that I'm just like you know as soon as I saw him and I like that in those two games he's to me he's Nathan Merritt just he's going to be one of those guys that just going to score tries so to me big big raps on Charlie Sane but the interesting one for me is obviously Brian Toto moving over to the other edge so now the left edge is going to comprise of Luai Kikau uh, Crichton and Toto which now just becomes Possibly the most deadliest edge in the comp. It's just... You just want to talk about attack. Attacking flair and strike power. It's just, you don't get better than that. Uh, the half's locked in the front row to me. I think Moses Leota will get the start. I think Spencer Lanou is going to be a, a real smoky for the season. I think he's going to come on leaps and bounds this year. Uh, in the back row, Lee Martin. I've got retaining his second row spot. But again, I could see Kirk Capewell breaking into that side. And taking that spot at some stage. So not really much in terms of a battle for positions in the starting 17. But I think the interesting thing is going to be for the Panthers this year. As soon as if some injuries start to creep in. Because the, the real thing that... It's been mentioned a couple of times. But I don't think it's been mentioned 
enough is the the way that they their injury luck last year was just incredible. To me, you look at how they basically use the least amount of players, even though they came for some of the games they played, how they how they played, they were very physical. You know, their forwards got over the advantage line so well, muscled up well. You think back to that the second Parramatta game at Panther Stadium, and you know, like a junior Paulo, Nathan Brown, Campbell Gillard, just got steamrolled and that's it's that's not that's not, you know, hyperbole. They they actually muscled them up and the fact that a team played with that ferocity and didn't get injuries, it's just it's incredible. So to me, it's not going to be about the score battles within this team. It's going to be, you know, if someone needs to get rested, injured, origin, and then you have to bring in the guys from the reserves and the reserve grade, that's where you're going to start seeing, okay, where's the where's the consistency there? So it's the things to build on for the Panthers this year. Obviously, they're just going to try and repeat what they did last season. It's going to be very interesting to see how they can do it again. It was a combination of young guys who've been playing together for so long. Some stealth signings, you know. You think back to the start of last season, Steve Stephen Crichton was on the bench, not even playing in the starting side. So the fact that you have a player of his caliber who is starting, he's got a full preseason under the belt to know this is my center spot. It's just going to be invaluable. So I think, you know, just a repeat of last season, they're obviously going to try. They can't control the injury luck, but they're just going to try and do everything they can like they did last year. Don't change your winning formula. Another positive is the goal kicking. They've probably got the second best sharpshooter in the comp Nathan Cleary. Can knock him over from anywhere. So in these games, when you kind of, when we talk about these top, these top sides and you look at the goal kicking and you looked at a... A Melbourne, who we don't know who the goal kicker is there yet between Munster and Pappenhausen. Again, for the Roosters, could be Joy Manu, could be Takiaho, could be Teddy. It, it's just, it's very valuable to have when you when you score four, you turn in a six. And the Panthers are one of those teams that will be able to consistently do that just because of the way they've got Nathan Cleary there. Another positive is youth in for old. So, yes, Josh Mansour and... James Tarmel moved on, club legends and, you know, experience galore. But when you're able to bring in a Moses Leota and a Charlie Staines into that side, you know, you don't... There's not many times where you can lose some veterans and just bring in rookies that are just ready to go and really are primed to do it. So to me, I think that's that's really, really, really good. The next positive, Jerome Luai, no competition. So I think it's very clear. Started last year, it was a bit. It was a talking point between is a Matt Burton, is a Jerome Luai. I think Luai obviously knocked it out of the park. Matt Burton has signed for the Bulldogs in 2022, so we're interested to see if he does get an early release. If he doesn't, then it becomes very valuable then for the Panthers, who because you will suspect both of those guys will make into an Origin squad, and Cleary will definitely play. The fact that you can pl- plug Matt Burton in for three games during a season and then offer some rest. You know, if Dylan Edwards go down, you could probably play Matt Burton at fullback. There's just certain things you can do. So, again, it's a, it's a very strong bench. It's good depth in key positions. So they're just going to try and roll on from what they did last year. What's missing? What's some potential problems with this team? To me, the squad turnover. Yes, you're bringing in some new exciting players. But again, for a team that like went nearly all the way last year, you would have loved to have seen them try and roll her back. But again, once you, you know, those rookies start to start getting some money, 
you know, you want to get Charlie Staines in the team, so you have to move on because Josh Mantle's not completely reserve grade. Those type of things you just got to monitor because, yes, you know, getting a Matt Eisenhuth is really, really good, but, you know, Ted Ivano, who had been there for the previous season, probably had built some relations with those guys, and they suspected he was going to be the starting prop this year. So it's all about how, how do they manage to score turnover and injury luck as well as, like we spoke, one of the best injury runs in NRL era. So how can they they obviously can't control they can obviously try and stay fit they can do the right training and stuff but whether they can get a repeat of that where it's just really going to be can they stay all fit on the field and if there is some injuries how do they deal with the adversity origin period obviously going to be a big one for them this year you look at this squad Crichton To'o Luai Cleary uh, you got Isaiah Yao uh, potentially Capewell uh, Moses Leota, all guys that could potentially play Origin this year. So, again, mid-season Origin's on a throw, a spanner in the works for the top six teams. Really going to test depth in the middle of the season. How do you want to rest players? Do you want to give them rest during the season? So, definitely one to monitor. And the one that I think isn't getting enough play, but is going to be a big one, is no Trent Barrett. So, obviously, Trent Barrett has gone and taken on the coaching role at the Bulldogs. Uh, and he was attributed last season to that great attack that did lead him to the 300-plus point differential. So, yes, he unlocked a lot of... He may have been the one to unlock a lot of things attacking-wise in this team. So it's going to be very interesting to see. They've obviously got a very good coaching staff out there at Penrith. But again, it's just one of those things where when when a team just really performs well and attacks like they did, and it's such a huge difference from the year before, you kind of have to look to the guys who's orchestrating it. And Trembert was at the forefront of that. That it's one of the reasons why the Bulldogs obviously honed in and said, you know what, attack hasn't been our our greatest strength, so let's bring in a guy who literally turned a team that was, you know, middle of the pack two seasons ago and turned it into a grand final attack. So it's going to be interesting to see how no Trent Barrett goes there. And obviously Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary will be the ones to kind of monitor there to see how they're playing. Let's go to my 2021 predictions for the Panthers. I've got them finishing in second place. So they'll be right on the heels of the storm for me. I think they, if there's anyone who will knock the storm out in the in the regular season, it will be this team. The young legs will go. Again, to me, it's just gonna be it's gonna be the first time they're gonna have to deal with an origin period where most of their squad will be in that side. So it's gonna be a, a, a learning experience. So it'll be very interesting to see how how they handle that. Top point scorer Nathan Cleary, obviously with the goal kicking, he will also be the MVP for me. This team will go as far as Nathan Cleary takes them. He's just one of those players now, when you talk about the marquee players in the comp, like I said, I think Cameron Munster is going to be the best player in the comp. Nathan Cleary will be a very close second with James Tedesco. I think those are the three, when we look back in this next run of the NRL, these next, you know, two to three to four years, those are the three names you're going to hear about straight away in terms of not going to be who's the flashiest or who scored the most tries, but in terms of who consistently got their team to a position to win who has the individual accolades. These are going to be the guys. So Nathan Cleary is going to be the MVP. Top try scorer, Stephen Crichton. For me, he's going to have a huge season. Got some predictions in our bold season prediction podcast that will get up soon. Going to have a couple of Stephen Crichton props in there. I think he's just he's in for he's in for one of those seasons. He's in this squad now. For me, it's going to be very interesting to see how he goes. Most improved, Moses Leota. For me, he's going to take the reins from where James Tarmel left off. He's one of those guys who's damaging. You saw he was playing off the bench last year and Brad Fittler wanted to bring him into the origin side. That's not a player he thinks that Moses Leota is. 
just a ball runner, a game wrecker. So to me, Moses will be most improved. And most disappointing, going to say Isaiah Yo, only because I think from what the heights that he hit last year, I don't think you can really replicate it. It's one of those things where you just play out of your skin for one season. There's naturally going to be a, a regression back to the back to the mean. So we'll see what happens there. And that will do it for the Panthers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And that does it for our team-by-team season preview. So thanks for listening to all 16 pods, guys. Really enjoyed doing these. We'll like to get into more of a flow where we're not kind of reading off you know, team sheets and we're not really, you know, gains and losses. Really, we kind of want to like start talking a bit in depth and that's when we'll have the boys on soon to kind of get a bit of back and forth going between each team before the season starts. But yeah, it's been really fun. We'll, we'll look back at the end of the season. We'll see how we went in terms of the predictions to see how close we were on some of these. Uh, but we'll be back with some bold predictions and a lot more Supercoach podcasts before the season starts. I, I have seen with the numbers, the Supercoach pods are doing really well. So Really keen to get some feedback from you guys. We've got, obviously, our uh, Instagram and Facebook. So if you have anything, you can shoot a message there. Um, happy happy to tackle anything that you want to look into there. You know, draft, classic, or, again, even just talk about some, some NRL club side stuff. So please go give us a follow at the NRL Rewind on Instagram, at Facebook. You can follow us there. Again, drop, drop likes and send some messages for what you want to see. So thanks for listening, guys. Drop a like, continue listening, and have a great day. Cheers.